Today on The Breakdown, it's two men left in the PCA. <laughs> it's two men, and there's $600,000 separating second and first. How many men is it? It's two. It's two men. It's just two men. <laughs> Kevin Schultz and Diego Ventura. And yeah, it's a 2015 PCA. And yeah, I know it was seven years ago, but hello, $908,000 for first, give or take. $1.5 million for first action. $907,000 for second. Oh, the, the critiques we're going to get in the, in the post-mortem on this one. I, I, I fear for all of us. Anyway, the point is this. It's two men, and one of them, Diego Ventura, is going to try and win this tournament. <laughs> He's going to make plays that are high variance because he knows he must outplay Kevin Schultz. Kevin Schultz, bearded, <laughs> smiling, maybe too confident. He needs to be taken down a peg. Well, we're going to get into it all right now in the breakdown. The great as of Jonathan Levy. <laughs> The words do come out of your mouth, don't they? I don't they? even know the direction or the order sometimes. Yeah, that, uh, that is obviously clear. It's weird that we just keep letting me do these openings. Do we just keep doing it? Yeah. I don't know why. Why? Why you know? not have a normal or no opening? We could just have no opening, but no. Why would we do that? Once more into the breach. <laughs> <laughs> why would we do that? We have a system. It's like roulette, man. We have a system. We do. We win. We do have a system. Yeah. Uh, Hey, they yeah. don't make a deal. That's that's important right. here because a lot of these things were like 600K difference first and second. It's like, oh, we found out they made a deal. It's like less interesting now, but it's still cool. But Right, but this was on the this was on the EPT, and so they were allowed to make deals. Yeah. So they would have made a deal if they wanted to, and they didn't. Right. Yeah, so that's pretty interesting. I mean, it's kind of nuts, really, to be playing for $600,000 when you've only locked up 900000 and not make any kind of a deal. Um but it's kind of cool, too. Like, how awesome I is mean, that? I mean, that's the purity. That's why yeah. the World Series of Poker doesn't allow deals, because it wants that excitement. I know. They want to be a consumer sport. It is more thrilling to watch when there is no deal, I will say. Yeah. So I, can, I really get that from the World Series point of view. Um, although there's a lot of their tournaments that, of course, aren't televised. Right. So who really cares? I know they want to be able to put the biggest number possible up for the first place winner. But does anyone, does any normie care if someone won $340,000 or $480,000? Yeah, it all not. looks the same to them, right? Yeah. I mean, I guess if it's the difference between 770 k and a million, okay, you'd really want it to be a million because that number is nice and round and big. But besides that kind of stuff, come on. Yeah. I mean, maybe this is, not maybe, this is almost certainly not the view of the general Joe poker watcher who watches just the World Series of Poker. But the time there's been at least one time on the EPT where they actually showed the deal negotiations. Sure, multiple with, uh, times even. Uh, done Tom it. Hiddleston or not Hiddleston? Tom, what is his name? Middleton. Middleton. Yeah, I yep. was thinking of that. That was one of them. Yeah, where he like re- reneged on his deal, and it was weird. Yeah, um, it was. And then he won. Yeah, it was amazing for him. Yeah, but I, I think the deal negotiations are actually fascinating. And a lot of the times yeah. there are deals, and they don't show the deal negotiations, which is I think a mistake. Like I think well, it's it's a mistake for you. It's probably not a mistake for the overall viewing. Right, audience. but if you could just get like three minutes of deal negotiation, yeah. I think that's pretty interesting because that's a spot that's it's huge expected value as far as your overall ability as a poker player if you're playing a lot of tournaments is deal negotiation in the end. It's only interesting if there's an actual negotiation though. If it's all, it could be pretty boring deal yeah. stuff to watch. Like let's just see what the ICM numbers are. Okay, we're well yeah, or I sure. need ten thousand dollars more. Um, okay, like I can see why they wouldn't show. Yeah, that. but they they often did show when there was really big disagreements. 
about stuff or players sort of like saying yes and then taking it back and all versions of that or someone refusing to do it because they weren't getting enough money. Like mm-hmm. we've seen that happen multiple times. I love it. I mean, yeah. I'm super into that. I mean, I studied negotiation in grad school, so I like I especially love that. Also, stuff. as a live tournament player, you've lived it a lot. And yes. I, many of the listeners have lived it. And, and that's that's an interesting part of poker that's not as frequently talked about is the the nuts and bolts of the game. Yeah, yeah. I had to do one recently, actually. And uh, it was it had been a long time. And uh, it was interesting to be sort of a little vilified at the table for really standing my ground, which yeah. is exactly what happened. And eventually I, I got more money. <laughs> yeah. So it was good. Yeah. I mean, you should never, this is obvious, but it's, and it's also easier to say than to do for most people, but you should never make a deal just because it'll make everybody happy. Right. In poker. Right. Like we've talked about on our podcast, even two weeks ago when we were talking about the listener mail, we were talking about like, this is a game that's a zero sum or less than zero sum game and you're out for yourself and that's how, what everybody's doing and you should do what's best for you financially at all times that you can without being a cheat or being a, a mean person or anything, right? Like yeah. within the bounds of the game and of morality. Also, like a deal is not something that you're supposed to make. Like people yeah. act like, oh, you're supposed to pay the bubble and you're supposed to do a deal. First of all, I don't believe either of those things. So I have no compunction saying no to the bubble, especially like I never think anything yeah. of it. Um, people get upset. Oh, that. But I they just get think, very upset. I think yeah. that's their problem. Like, it would never occur to me to, like, have it be anything else. Um, yeah, like, the rules of the game are the thing we all signed up for. So any deviation from that, if you don't have true buy-in from everyone, then too, too bad. That's how I take it. So, yeah. like, if I don't... If I, I often don't buy into those things unless it really, it's advantageous to me. Because yep. why else would I? Because I think I almost always... Almost any poker table I'm going to be at... Um, I think I have an edge in these spots, you know, and as I think you do, as I think, you know, a bunch of our listeners probably feel the same about themselves, you know. It's just amazing. And in any tournament that's like small enough where the the bubble is four tables or less, it's just like everybody's so upset when somebody doesn't pay the bubble. Like it's they, they earned the bubble. They deserve they deserve money for getting to the spot before you're supposed to get paid. We had a cool thing happen at this this most recent tournament where um, people wanted to pay the bubble. And so the floor said, how does everyone feel about paying the bubble? And looked right at me because she knew what I was going to do because she knows who I am and she knows me. And so I just gave the slightest sort of nod no. And she said, okay, we're not paying the bubble. And then other people at other tables were saying, who said no? Who said no? And I, you know, and many times, like, it's people say who said no. Like, even the floors will usually say who said no, yeah. right? So I was sort of like, I, it's fine. I don't, I don't care if someone gets in my face about Because I, I have a great response to the bubble thing. And I'm like, you guys can all pay the bubble without me. Like, just go reach in your pockets. Yeah. It's fine with me. Take $10 out each. Pay the bubble. I don't care. Like, I, I won't get it. Everyone else gets it. Agree. I, it's fine. I'm not doing it. And then they never do it in that case, by mm. the way, which makes no sense. Right. But it's because it's some other weird thing is going on. I can't, I don't even know what it is. But anyway, but it was cool because she, when they said, who, who said no? She said, it doesn't matter who said no. It's not important. And they, they don't deserve to be, you know, outed for that. And I was like, that's great. That is how that should be. That's right. Yeah. I don't have to, I shouldn't, I or whomever it is shouldn't ever have to catch that kind of flack. Although, no, no, although you don't really deal. mind it. Like, I don't mind that flack, but the point is like she should be protecting those people because a lot of those people are very uncomfortable and that's why they don't say no because they yeah. don't want the flack. Right. But there should be no flack for that kind As of thing. As if the default should be to pay the bubble. Exactly. And that's how a lot of players think, which it makes no sense at all because we all agreed to the terms when we signed up for the tournament and the bubble wasn't part of those terms. The thing is this, like they know that in a lot of cases the bubble does get paid, right? Yes. So I'm thinking not, although in, in these tournaments, if you and I are playing, it never gets paid. No. Like 0% of the time, right? And, I, um, and when I was playing a lot more live right. in the local Portland scene, it was, there was never even a question. People wouldn't even try. Yeah. You know, so, that's good. Yeah. Um, but like, I'm thinking about like the sit and goes at the Rio. So they have all these one table sit and goes. I used to play those 
like basically like I would do that sometimes like I'd go to the World Series for six weeks and play that for four weeks straight just play like you know 10 15 sit and goes a day whatever it was you welcome know? to my hell that sounds um, awful. Wait, ten or fifteen a day? That sounds like two. Yeah, maybe, maybe three it was or four. no, it was a lot less than that. So three it was or four like, a day. Yeah, like four four a day, something like that. I would, I would generally play three or four. It days. sounds like my health because it, it really took a long does. time. I was I was thinking something goes like online for a second where you can play multiple ones. Yeah, you can only play one at a time. I did actually ask if I could play multiple ones at the same time, and they told me I was allowed to, but there were all these problems where I'd get my hand folded too much, so I wouldn't do it. Anyway. That is something where there's an expectation almost always that there's going to be a deal at some point. Now, mm-hmm. there isn't always, but especially like when, when you end up against another reg, you almost always just chop it right away because you want to get to the next one and you know you're basically just, you know, the, the equities run pretty close. I mean, that's different, obviously, yeah. right? Those are super turbos and they're built to end. Of course. Know? Actually, the one I remember recently, I mean, it was a few years ago now when I was last at the World Series, but I remember playing and I got heads up with this guy who's clearly an amateur, Right. And so I like was saying, like, I was like, we can talk about a deal if you want. And it was like going to take hopefully a good deal for me, you know, take like a, a better deal than I would get against uh, a pro, you yeah. know, which seemed fair. And the guy was like, yeah, I don't want to make a deal, you know, and it was like a $500. Buy. So it was like 5K we were just playing yeah. for. Um, and I was like, okay. And we got down to the point where I had four blinds and I think he had like nine blinds. And I, and, you know, and we were just playing it out and we played it all the way out. And I won and he ended up with nothing. And it was like, that was that. I was like, cool. Yep. Great. Happy to get all the money. Yep. So, but, the, but those are something where there's an, it's not guaranteed and you can't get upset if someone says no, but there is like a culture of deal making around, especially like the sit and goes. And I think that's true even for these smaller tournaments with bubbles until people like you and me show up. Mm-hmm. And then suddenly that's not true. You yeah. Know? Yeah. This, was, is com- this is coming out a little late for the World Series of Poker this year, unfortunately, but I. Mm. I don't know, it's maybe worth talking about. Uh, something to keep in mind if you ever do go to the Rio, or not the Rio now, Bally's, and play these satellites. Um, if people want to do the cash on the side, add money, oh my God. you should always do it, because that's rake-free. Yep, it's yep. amazing. Yeah, and nobody's going to cheat you in that. It's like really hard to cheat somebody in that. I mean, it's really possible, but no one ever does. Yeah. Like, because someone holds the money, and there's no actual enforcement of that because, like, if a person in theory could just get up and walk away with the money, to right. be clear. But I've done that for years, and no one's ever done that. Right. Like, everyone always gets paid out. It's always fine. So, yeah. generally, what happens is regs are doing this. Yeah. So, like, so then they're going to hold the money, and they're, they play with each other. So they can't really. They wouldn't. No one. It just doesn't come up. It's great. It's, yeah. it's free money. You should definitely do the last longer stuff. It's all last longers. Um, it's usually one or two hundred bucks. Can be more depending. You can do you can do you know heads up stuff too. But I usually just do like the table for two hundred bucks, and there's an extra two thousand dollars in yeah. there, and then and it's you, rake free. It's rake free, which is beautiful. And also, um, that's another thing you could end up chopping along the way if you want to mm-hmm. or not. But there's the pool just of money just gets bigger, and not everyone's involved. So sometimes it's like half the table is and half the table isn't. Um, and then I think some people play too much too carefully because of that. Yeah, which is interesting too. You know, like. It shouldn't really enter into your mind. You have to win the whole thing mostly or finish yeah. in the top two or three to even have a shot at you know, there are There are circumstances where it matters. Of, of course. course there will be. There'll be some ICM spots, but almost never. Yeah. Almost never. Like generally the all or nothing nature of the tournament, even though there is ultimately often going to be a deal down the road, makes it so you kind of have to play the way you're going to play anyway. But some people play even tighter, mm-hmm. which is great. Yeah. We want them to play tight. Well, as tight as possible. Hey, are we going to only talk about poker this time? Let's do it. I don't know. It's good. We're going to get to the hand now. I've decided. Okay. okay. Just poker. It's actually a breakdown where the only things we've talked about are poker related. It's super weird. I, I'm not myself today. You want to talk about like body hair or anything? Like something? 
I could do a, a solid 12 minutes on ear hair if you, if you want to go. All right, there. go ahead. But I feel like now we've already, we've already, now that we've called it out as this is the poker only show, I feel like it's wrong to do it. Fine. Let's, ear hair for next time. All right, next time. All the, I know the fans are like, no, <laughs> but next time. Next time, there, ear hair. Okay. All right, this, hey, this hand was suggested by Ruthino. Killing it recently. Really uh, making a run. Yeah. Discord is where Ruthino suggested. It's a great place to suggest. There's a link to our Discord in the description of this podcast. You can also suggest on Twitter. It's all good. Ruthino is definitely having an all-star level season here at this Oh, yeah, point. big time. Big Maybe time like uh, third team, all... All poker guys? Poker guys. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, something like that. I don't know. It Maybe second higher. team. Maybe higher. second time. Yeah, second time. Second time around. <laughs> you okay? Yeah. Yeah. Brain broke? I'm okay. All right. Wesley Cannon will be doing the solving. Good. Uh, we have not seen the solver work. We are going to do our analysis, uh, take a look at that, and come back and tell you what it had to say. Yeah, we never know before we know. Right. We don't know until you know. That's right. If and we you... know what we don't know, and we don't know what we do know. <laughs> right? That's correct. Yeah. No, I mean, you said that exactly correctly. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. All right, so we're heads up for the PCA. Yes. No deal has been made. We're playing for 600 k Indeed. Some fun names uh, made the final you know, grouping of people. At the 16? final grouping of people. Yeah, I didn't know how to say the exactly. terms that are the final two used. tables. The final yeah. two tables. Uh, Maurice Hawkins finished sixteenth. Oh, he's in the news recently. Yes, he is. Uh, Benjamin Pollock finishes eleventh. That guy. Hey, he did very well, of course, in his life. Dylan Lind, Lindy, Lind. Uh, sounds familiar. I think he final table the main event, didn't he? That probably. And finished eighth. Pratouche finished seventh. Budika. Yep. Juan Pastor. Sounds familiar. I feel like he was like the old man of the uh, EPT and yep. like super tight, but like it was a big deal. They were so, Joe was stable. I'm so excited we made the final table. And in third place, Chance Corneth. Oh, Chancey boy. Yeah, Chance Corneth done very well for himself. Very well. Okay, and here we are. There's two left, Grant. There, that's called heads up in poker. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. There's a massive chip lead for one Kevin Schultz, who ah. I guess we think is kind of an online guy because this is his main result. He, he doesn't yeah. play as much live as you might think. He's got 19.4 million at the 160K big blind level. Heads up. That's amazing. How much does Diego Ventura have? 4.4 million. Oh, wow. Yeah, that's a big difference. So this is probably why there wasn't a deal. My guess is that yeah. they got into heads up with Schultz with a massive chip lead. And so they wouldn't. That he didn't want to make a deal. And maybe, maybe if things would flip around, he, he would decide to make a deal. That's the classic thing I'll say to people sometimes. Like, get some more chips and we'll talk. Like, yeah. even to a good player, I'll say that in these spots. You know, I'll be like, you know, like, well, what's the point, really? Yeah. Like, you're going to make $100,000 more, which obviously in this case, that's a lot of money. But with, if there's 600K, and like, yeah. why, why do that? Like, right. let's just, let's like, you know, show me something, kid. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You bastard. <laughs> Diego Ventura, how dare you? I imagine Diego Ventura probed about a deal. I, I would um, guess. I think I think it's his job to ask and see if he's going to get something yeah. reasonable. You know, right? Unless he really needs that one point five million, and then fuck it. You know, sometimes it's hard, it's hard to be in. A, it's hard to be in a position where nine hundred k won't do it, and one point five will. But I guess some people are. Yeah. I mean, I've seen movies. Yeah, I've at least thought about movies. Markup sometimes. Yeah, makeup. I think makeup is what, you're is what to say. I meant to say. Yeah. Markup is a completely different thing. It is. Thing. I, I meant makeup. Yep. It's good to know you can misspeak as well. I can. I misspeak sometimes. You're allowed to misspeak a little. You're just trying to cover up your future misspeaking right now. I'm not covering it up, Grant. That's, a, that's another misspeaking that you just did. <laughs> right? well, well put. Thank you. All right. So Schultz has okay. the massive chip lead. Yeah. It's the old five to one. Um, he's he's going to open a 350K 
from the small blind slash button. Of course, I didn't write down his hand because why would why? I want to? I mean, there's no point in reason to ever know what his hand is. It's better not to know. Yeah, it's a king of hearts, three of diamonds. Okay. I'm going to write that down so I have that information right here. Uh, king of hearts, three of diamonds. He opens from the small blind. This is an obvious open, right? I mean, even with Diego with a potential shove stack. Whatever. Yeah. By the way, he's got like 30 blinds. Yeah, it's not he? quite. It's yeah. like... He's got 10-4 of diamonds in the big blind. And in 2015, everybody called here. And I think I still call here. But yeah. I think a lot of the good players, the really, really good players have stopped calling here. 10-4 of diamonds? Yeah. Heads up? Really? Yeah. I don't think that's true. Maybe, maybe not. I feel like they're all calling. I'm calling. I wouldn't people people have gotten folding. tighter in the big blind is what I'll say. They have, but I feel I feel like they're folding. Like in the old days, they were calling like queen three off and stuff, and I don't think they call that very much anymore, yeah. right? But I think all the suited stuff they're calling. Yeah, and this is a spot, though, uh, heads up, where you're not going to be in position post-flop like you would most big blinds against the small blind. That's true. That's true. But, you know, we're up against a very wide range, so like any pair is often going to be pretty all right. Yeah. You know? Anyway, Diego calls. Sure. So we got king three off against 10-4 of diamonds, 740K in the pot. Great. The flop is four of hearts, six of diamonds, queen of spades. So Diego flops bottom pair with the backdoor flush draw. Nothing for old Kev Schultz, right. which is what he prefers to be called. He's got the backdoor uh, straight draw. With the three? Yep. Yep. He needs a five and a deuce. Yep. King of hearts, three diamonds. Okay. Why not? Ventura checks. Yeah. Should Schultz bet no matter what? With this, I mean, on this board, I think you should bet. Queen, six, four, a lot of misses, a lot of folds. Yep. And we, we have a little bit of equity when called. I mean, whatever. We can hit a king. We can hit a five to turn open-ended. Like, sure. I think you should bet. What do you think? I think so. And this might be a sign of the times, but I think you should bet kind of small. And he bets a little bigger than I would like. Mm. He bets 365 into 740. Oh, yeah. That's a little bit big, isn't it? That's more than the original bet. And on the queen, six, four board, there's no real reason... Isn't like it's seven six four, right? I mean, maybe this folds out five eight, whereas two hundred k doesn't. You know, the gut shot mm. type hands. Maybe, maybe there's some value there. You could down bet though. You don't have to bet two hundred k. You could still down. You could bet three hundred k. Yeah, and you know, save that sixty five every time when we have nothing going on. Yeah, it seems fine. It does. I mean, these are all very small. Yeah, things, it doesn't though, matter. Like, it doesn't really matter. Yeah, we're talking half a blind here. So Schultz, of course, bets. Ventura, of course, with bottom pair calls. What else is there to do? Yeah, you call and you pray for. Everything to shut down or improvement? Yeah, and you know you do have the backdoor flush draw. That helps the improvement. It really does. You know, it could happen. It could happen, man. Yeah, it could happen to you. Just like nitro betting can happen to you. Yeah. It can happen to anybody, but mostly people who use the link. And <laughs> we're starting a fund for them because of the tragedy of what happens when you click the link. Wow. What happens when you click the link? You enter a world <laughs> of nitro betting with the benefits of the poker guys, you know, at your side. Yeah. That... Makes you feel so special, makes you have such value. The twenty five millibits are matched uh, on your first deposit. That's that's a significant chunk of money. It is about seven hundred. You get access to such amazing things. The Poker Guys Monthly Tournament mm-hmm. that everything else kind of turns to ash. <laughs> it's kind of like there's nothing left to conquer. Yeah, much like Alexander. You know, you, you know, we were so busy asking if we could do it, we never asked if we should do it. And if Brad. and what would happen once we did? You know, because now once you've clicked the link. You've, you've experienced the cornucopia of greatness that is known as nitro betting. Right. You've lived the life that everybody desires to live. Everybody has some goal in mind. Even, the, even Elon Musk still wants to do something, right? He's accomplished a lot. Sure. But guess what? If he signed up for nitro betting, click the link, we're not going to space. 
There's a species. He's done. He's like, what's the point? <laughs> Why should I do anything? <laughs> Interesting. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Um, yeah. I so, hadn't realized the consequences. Of so that. this isn't about signing up for nitro betting because, of course, if you do that, the un- the untold joy that you will receive will ultimately be your downfall. And we're setting up a fund for those who have already signed up. Right. Also, though, you do get those cool bonuses yeah. matching stuff up to 100%, which is kind of a big deal. I mean, it's kind of it's kind of hard not to sign up when you hear about all this stuff and yeah. how great it would be. But it will kill your life. But like, maybe in... You'll be alive physically. It's like being a heroin addict, though, where the highs are so high, it makes the rest of your life dead, right? It's yeah. Like, it's like those kids in train spotting. It's like train spotting. <laughs> Nitro betting. <laughs> 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 we did it. Get in there, get you some we poker. We compared it to the heroin. All right. Yeah. And still, they're our sponsor. This is how, I mean, we just want to push the edge, you know, and see how, we get, how far we go. We were so busy asking if we could, you know. Yeah. We never asked if we should, Grant. That's exactly what happened. Yeah. yeah. Good self awareness there. All right. Thanks. <laughs> 1.47 million in the pot heading to the turn. Yeah. Four of hearts, six of diamonds, queen of spades. Schultz, the aggressor in the big stack, has king three off for nothing. Ventura with the 10 four of diamonds for bottom pair. Okay. Turn is the king of clubs. Oh boy, Kevin Schultz. It's Kevin Schultz day. It's Kevin Schultz day every day, as far as I'm concerned. Yeah. Of course it is. He's so full of life. He's so Kevin Schultzy. Yeah. <laughs> you know? He's just got that thing that. He's got that Kevin Schultz. When he walks thing. around, it's like he's got a yo yo without actually. You know, a string. A yo-yo with no string. That's Kevin Schultz. So he just throws it on the ground and, and it rolls it, away? Yeah, it bounces back. Oh, so it's a ball. He, that's why he's so Kevin Schultz. No, it's not a ball. It's made of plastic. A ball? Pla- it's a plastic ball. <laughs> 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 anyway, maybe get back to where we were. I don't this, know this what I This is why did. we have to get out the non-poker stuff before we start. Yeah. Or else this type of thing happens. Yeah. There's a reason. Yeah. You know? It's like the purge. I mean, the nitrogen <laughs> ad, really, that's the thing. The nitrogen ad, take, you went in a direction, and then we did a thing, and now we're in that. Now we're in that space. Yeah. We were poker, 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 and now it's All right. Space Force. Right, it's Space Force. <laughs> poker, poker, poker. All right, Ventura's got nothing to do but check here, right? Of course. Yeah, he does. Schultz is probably going to bet this card if he misses, so he should probably bet it when he hits too, right? This is, his, this is his card all day. This is a great spot. I mean, what are we losing to that the king improves? Okay, king four, king six mostly. That's yeah. about it. King, Maybe queen, we often hear from preflop. Yeah. Often. Like, he's going to be happy to three-bet king, queen most of the time preflop, I think, right? Yeah. Considering how short he was to start. Um, yeah, I think this is like a pretty safe card, and uh, so be it. It's like a so be it spot. The guy's short enough, and we have top pair, right? Yeah. Yep. So we bet, and we hope he has a queen, right? We're like, yeah. we hope he has one of those types of hands he can call with. Well, you know, and also if if we're really if he thinks we're betting this Ventura, I mean, thinks Schultz is betting this king no matter what, he may call with sixes also. It may have fall fours, but yeah. call with sixes too, and that's fine. So that's that's Get the spot that's going to be interesting to talk about is Ventura's because Schultz is going to bet. Yeah, seven seventy five into one point four seven, so about half pot, a little bit more. Cool. What do you think Ventura's thought process should be here? I mean, we're, we're balancing between the two things, right? We're balancing between he's going to bluff this card a lot. And then the other question is how many value hands does he really have that bet, that bet twice, right? And the answer is not that many, right? Is he betting? He's not betting a six now. He's betting his good queens probably. He's probably, he might check back his good queens though just to make sure he gets some value on the river though yeah. sometimes. But he might bet them, right? He's clearly betting all his kings. We can see yeah. this. And um, he's betting pocket aces. As Ventura, I think we can assume he's betting all his kings. Too. Yeah. Like, we're heads up. We're short. He's got all the chips. Um, we, we probably think he's got a lot of bluffs because he's got such a big chip stack compared to ours that he's probably pushing us around a lot. Yep. 
So that would lead me more towards a call. The problem, of course, is how the hell are we going to play this on the river? Are we just going to call again with bottom pair? The plan is just to never fold bottom pair. Yeah, I know. This is great. why you use distribution in spots like yeah. this. You know, if the king of diamonds would just be so much better, obviously, because we pick up a draw. Super easy. But like, you know, sure, he might have a lot of bluffs, but he has 12 combos of every king, right? Like, yep. that's, that's a ton of combos. He, he has 12 combos of literally every king and maybe some good queens, too, and better things. And he has that. two pair, and he has sets. Yep. And he has aces. Yep. You know, it's... So, So I mean, maybe we see that Schultz is just constantly double and triple barreling, and then it's a tougher spot. But I don't know. Like, we have one of the worst hands we can ever have, right? Right. So... If we had anything else going on, like we don't have a draw to anything, we have a draw to two pair or trips, right? Like yep. so, if we had anything else going on, I would want to call. But I think we maybe should cut it off at the sixes here. I think we should maybe call with our sixes and fold our fours, and that still lets us call with a lot of hands. Yeah, we can't call with everything we called on the flop with. Now, some stuff I guess we would fold, like seven eight would fold. Yeah. on this, on the, or, or turn itself into a bluff. Um, the hand would turn itself into a bluff. <laughs> the cards would be like jumping at, at you, like, come on, man. Put in the chips, man. <laughs> that's how a, that's how you imagine a hand would turn itself into a bluff. Is it would yell, "Come on, man! Put in the chips, man!" So okay, maybe it'll crawl. What the it'll, hell it'll is crawl, happening? It would crawl over to the chips and like slide in a, a big raise. <laughs> that's more like it, yeah. yeah. And like you know, try not to give anything away. <laughs> you know, with its facial expression. Okay, so what's your vision when when the hand turns itself into a bluff? I mean, I thought I just explained it, didn't I? Didn't I you, explained you, something. You gave us yours, and I said, that can't be it. And then you said, is it more like this? And I said, yes. Is that not? Okay, fine. Then you got it right? You okay. got it. You just, you're just so used to failing. You can't even get it. You, don't even, you can't take yes for an answer. That's you know great, what? Denison. You know what? I needed to hear that. <laughs> yeah. Um, let's, the other way it could have turned itself into <laughs> is if it, if it tried to um, like mimic the floor and say, your hand is dead, sir. Sir, your hand is dead. Muck your hand now. Your hand is dead. The ah. hand is dead. And then the dealer just takes the hand and puts it in the muck, and, it, and then it, it did it. It bluffed the dealer. See, you never even try and bluff the dealer. You only try and bluff players, and that's why you've never won the main event. That's a good point. You have. How many World Series uh, gold bracelets do you have? <laughs> I have zero. Oh, okay. How many World Series so final shut tables? Your trap. How many World Series final tables do you have? It's, Not it's, counting circuit. <laughs> no, yeah, that wouldn't count as a thing. No, um, I have... I don't have less than a lot of people do. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Everyone I know has a World Series final table, though, except for me. I'd just like to point that out. Nick doesn't. Oh, no, he doesn't count. <laughs> <laughs> You're right, though. Nick doesn't. Yeah. Nick doesn't. That's good. I guess, I guess there are other people. Stuart doesn't. I don't know. He doesn't yeah. even play much, though. Um, I don't know. Not, most people I know have made the World Series final table. I haven't. Yeah, you suck. I, uh, do. I do. I suck. Yeah. I'm glad we got there. I'm glad we got to the truth. <laughs> All right. Yeah. I think this is a fold. That's ultimately where I I'm... agree. I agree. We have to fold something. That's what we're folding. Yeah. I mean, like, I think we can turn 5-7 and 3-5 into a bluff sometimes and fold them sometimes. I think we just fold our fours. Yeah. You know, and, and then end our gut shots and stuff like Agreed. that. Agreed. Yeah. Strong agree. Anyway, Ventura calls. Yep. Okay. I mean, really, like, this is bad, man. The more I think about it, it's bad. Like, what, what worse hands do we have? We have the straight draws. And that's it. We have worse fours. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's all I got now. But the worst fours block some of the straight stuff, at least. Like, yeah. Although those are draws. Yeah, those no, are but draws. We, we want them to have draws. We yeah. want Kevin Schultz. So we don't want to block. So, oh, so this is actually better than that. Yes. Okay. So we do. Okay. But, but still, it's, it's, it's really low. It's yeah. really low in the distribution. Yeah. 
Schultz has to be just an auto better on all flops and turns to make this no kick call. Seems I unlikely. It's 2015, but it seems pretty unlikely. Yeah. Anyway, Ventura calls. We don't love it. Okay, here we are. 3.02 million in the pot, and Ventura's got 3.1 left. So pot size bet left, effectively. Yeah. River is the six of clubs. It pairs the six. That's a little spicy. I would just like to say this, this river is pretty interesting what happens here. Yes, it is. I like this. This is why it's a breakdown hand, man. This is pretty interesting. Four of hearts, six of diamonds, queen of spades. Uh, the turn is the king of clubs. The river is the six of clubs. No flushes come in. Uh, the turn didn't even bring a flush draw, so there's not really a factor of suits. Schultz has top pair with no kicker with king three. Ventura's got bottom pair, which sucks. 10-4. Yeah. All right. Ventura checks. Okay. Fine. Should sure. he have just repped a six here? Should he lead and rep a six? Why? We called the turn because we were bluff catching. Yeah. Why would we feel any need at all to, to bluff now? Yeah. It doesn't make any sense. All right. Fair. Should Schultz take a value shot here? This is a great question. We are now chopping with all the other kings that maybe stationed us on the flops sometimes with yeah. some like backdoor flush equity. King or Jack like and that. Weaker is a chop with us. Right. Yeah. I assume that's so essentially all the kings are now yeah. chopping. So that gives us a little more leeway to try and get value. But value out of what? A queen, I guess. It has to be a queen because the six obviously beats us. Right. We might not expect a four to be there. I don't think we would. Um, so we'd be specifically targeting a queen and knowing now that we don't lose to the kings, that's safer. If the board didn't pair, we might have to check back this king or bet really tiny on the river if we want to bet because it's so hard to imagine getting called and winning Although, you know what I mean? Like, but the board just, there's, more, is, there's more hands that are beating us, is what I'm saying, when they call, because the kings now beat us instead of chopping well, us. But the sixes beat us now when the board does pair. That's true, but there's less sixes, right? Because there's two sixes showing. But No, I there's, still, there's more. I disagree. There's more sixes because he doesn't have all the kings on the flop. He checked called the flop. That's true. That is fair. He mostly just has monsters yeah, with his kings. Yeah, 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 yeah. So he's got queens and sixes. It's, there's more queens than sixes. Yes, but that's it, good. It's better to it's better to bet on this runout than if it didn't pair the six. Yeah, or worse to bet. Excuse me. Now, as Schultz, we have to ask ourselves the question: Do we think Diego Ventura? Now we know something that Schultz wouldn't know that he called with a four. Yeah, but do we think he's even calling the turn with a lot of his sixes? And I don't know what the we may think like eh, he may be folding some of his sixes on the turn when we bet again, right? When it's king queen six four and we go bet bet. I would expect most pros to call with a six. I don't know if that's true or not. I would expect pros to call with queens for sure. Yeah. I don't know if they're all calling with sixes or not. I think it's close. Okay. I mean, it's easy to say, like, we're including sixes because we can't believe they even call with a four, right? So we're like, well, you call with your sixes and your queens. But, like, upon, like, further examination, I might say, like, I don't know how many sixes we're really calling with. I mean, theoretically, at least from yeah. my opinion, I think you must call with a six on the turn. You're getting a price, and if you're folding your fours... And you're calling with your queens and your sixes. You do have some kings also. Not a lot, but you, you have some. You have very few kings. King, king nine of diamonds and stuff like that. King, king eight of hearts. You have stuff like that. Maybe. Maybe. I mean, some people are just going to throw that away on the flop when they don't have a great SPR and he bet more than half pot. Yeah. Maybe. I mean, it is still only like two blinds to call on the flop. But you could be right. Yeah. Two and a half blinds, really. I, I, I think a six is kind of a mandatory call okay. in the turn to protect your distribution. Okay. Um, You're probably right. So, like, it feels pretty weak to not take a shot for value, though, with top pair, but it does feel a little precarious, you know? It has is, to... is a queen calling us? That's a good question. Another good question, which I don't know, it, it varies era to era, but with Ventura's stack, and I don't know exactly where we were landing in 2015, a queen is going to check raise the flop sometimes. Yes. With, with this stack 
to pot ratio. That's right. So just that like that removes some queens to like either protect itself, you know, just deny equity and be like, I need, I need this pot I or need get all the or get value. Like Queen Jack Plus is yep. like a value play. You know? Yep. I think this is a very questionable bet because Schultz does bet. He bets nine hundred into three point oh two. Yeah. So at least he's trying to go really small to to get he's called trying- by a queen. Yeah, I mean, if we don't have an image of being very bluffy as Schultz, I don't know if we can get value, get enough value here. I'm really worried about it. Yeah. I'm really worried about it. Because, like, obviously a six has got us in trouble. And a queen has to have not raised on the flop, which it probably doesn't. But I don't know. Like you said, 2015, it's a little hard to know. And, uh, and decide to call the river still. Which is now when we bet again. I mean, when we bet again, we are polarizing ourselves. So maybe you're like, as the queen, you're like, really? You've got trip sixes and you went bet, 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 really? Yeah. Because that's what it feels like more than a king. Yeah. Even though it's only 900K, still, it feels like to go bet, bet, bet feels pretty strong. Well, I think the sizing might be revealing of Schultz's hand strength here uh, a little bit, like that mm-hmm. it's, it's more marginal value. Yeah. If you're Jonathan Levy and you're in Venturis and you have queen 10, are you going to fold? Um, it really depends what I think about the player. This is right, super you, player. All you know is this guy okay. is an online guy, and yeah. he is probably a little aggressive. Okay. Uh, in the six pairs, and he bets again. That six pairing makes me want to call. Yeah. Yeah. Like, story is a little weird now. Well, that that's good in Schultz's favor. Yep, it is. So maybe you can get called by Queens. Maybe maybe this bet's fine. Okay. It, it can't be that bad to to try to. Eke a little extra value out with no, the top no. no. I, I don't hate it by any means. I'm just wondering if there's if there's value to be had. Yeah, fair enough. Fair enough. It's close as Ventura. You got to know at this point your four is no good, right? I mean, we don't have to know anything. If if I mean, if you're calling with a queen, it's the same problem as a four against. Okay, what I mean to say is your four is not a good hand to call with anymore. Oh, I said yeah. I said that poorly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because we didn't even like calling on the turn with it. No, of course not. No, yeah. we should not. But having said that, when we called the turn, we called. I'm assuming because we thought we were ahead. At least some of the time, yeah. We would still be ahead now if we were ahead then, right? Like yep. nothing has gotten that. That was a good card for us. Well, the theory. difference is that Schultz has chosen the bet again, which he's not right. always going to do with his bluffs. Correct. But you could argue he's not going to do that with some of his value, too. In fact, this king is pretty close. Yeah. yeah. So, like, a queen, a good queen isn't, isn't going to bet again, I don't think. It's now chopping against other queens. Maybe you bet to try and free roll it, but you don't really know that you're free rolling. Well, Ventura's action here yeah. is kind of what makes me think, at least in Ventura's mind, that Schultz is not balanced with this sizing. Correct. He thinks it's, Ventura thinks it's marginal value. He thinks it's mm-hmm. a king or pocket aces or something like that. Maybe which is queen. Which is like afraid of the six, but like, you know, I got to eat out some value, right? Yep. So Ventura moves in. Yeah. For 3.1 million. Yeah. This is a fascinating play. Ventura went from being like, I'm bluff catching to, oh, I'm definitely losing, but I can get you off, but I can, ma- I can turn this into gold. Well, I think, I think it's kind of a well-thought-out play here. Mm-hmm. Like uh, Now that we're here, Ventura has so many more sixes than Schultz does. Of course he does. Schultz probably doesn't have sixes, right? Is he really going to bet the turn with a six? It seems unlikely he's betting a turn with just a six. So yeah. it feels like it's full houses or much less. And when you have a four, you block full houses. You block six, four, and you block four, four. Sure. So that's pretty good. That part's good. Um, you're making some assumptions, though, based on that the sizing is actually telling, and we don't know if Yes, it is. and I think Ventura must be making those assumptions, too, or else he wouldn't make this play. I think you're probably right, but I'm saying, and, and it happens to be correct, but that doesn't mean that Schultz actually, if he had, a, if he had king six here, he wouldn't also bet 900. That, it does not mean that. Right, I'm and just so going... 
So it's so it's hard to know if this is a good play or not. Is what I'm getting. I at. agree with that, but if based on Ventura's assumptions, I think it's a cool thought process at mm-hmm. the very least. I think against a lot of players, this is absolutely a great play. Yes. I don't know if it's great against Schultz, but there are a lot of players who are really going to be transparent and face up mm-hmm. with this sizing on the river, and you can absolutely move in here, and they just are always folding. Right, so I think it ultimately does come down to whether or not Schultz is balanced with the sizing. If yep. he's not, this is a, a really, truly great play. And if he is balanced, this is just kind of YOLOing. That's right. And we block, we block a full house, but we have to block a full house. We call the turn. Of course, we have a pair somewhere. Like, of course, we're always going to, we always qualify in that way to make this play, right? So you know, actually, so the more I think about it, I kind of like the play either way. How come? Because Schultz doesn't have trip sixes in his range. It really weakens the amount of hands he has that are strong value. Mm. Like, there was, it was a rainbow flop, right? Yeah. Yeah, that, that helps too. Yeah, he really doesn't have, he just has full houses. It was actually even a rainbow turn. So, like, yeah, he does not have trip sixes. That's true. So it's full houses only. And we have all the sixes in the world, and we're going to play them like this if we check the river. I like this more. I think I like this play more than calling on the river. I think I might be able to talk myself into calling is better because, again, the six, the six pairing is actually kind of a good event for us, right? Yeah. In our range. And him betting now is, like you said, he doesn't have trip sixes. Yeah. So that's pretty good too, right? Like, Well, maybe... It, he could be. So that, that comes back to, so we don't want to fold. We, we think probably folding is the wrong play here. Yeah, I think folding's, pro- now that we're here. So the question is, wrong. is calling better or is raising better? And that right. is what comes back to if Schultz is balanced or not. Right. If Schultz is not balanced, raising is better. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Interesting stuff. Yep. Um, but anyway, he does move in. Yeah. So good on him. Wow. And this, of course, is the hand that he then rode to winning the whole PCA. Yeah. Well, we got to see what Schultz does. Oh, oh. We don't know what Schultz does yet. Did I spoil it? Maybe. Okay, let's find out. Let's find out. All right, so let's ask the question first. Is Ventura telling a good story? He's telling an all right story. I don't know if it's a great story, but it's all right. What's wrong with it? um, What's wrong with it? He's going to lead sometimes on the river with trip sixes because he's worried about the queens and the kings checking back. We thought this king bet was, was marginal. Okay. There's not that many hands for Kevin Schultz to bet for value. Now, Schultz, we, we allow him to bluff yeah. by checking, so I don't hate it. Um, how many six... Are we moving with just all our sixes, no yes. matter what, because he bets small? Yes. yes. And, so we we ha- we, and like we need to give ourselves a shot to double up right. in, in this chip configuration. If he bets like 2.6 million into three, and that's most of our... We probably just call and leave yeah. ourselves 500,000, right? Yeah, but well, since, I don't see any point in going right, one. Right, because now... Yeah. Yeah, now we're... He's polarized, but he's not polarized here, so we can move in. Yeah, get heroed. Okay, that's that makes sense. Um, the stories, I guess, I guess, is reasonable. Yeah, I think it's a good story. Yeah. Okay, so that's bad for Schultz. Really bad. It's a reasonable story, and Ventura's combinatorially heavy with sixes. Assuming yep. now, maybe if you're Schultz, you can make the assumption that Ventura's actually folding a lot of sixes on the turn. If you believe that, that changes everything. That changes everything. It really comes down to that exact part. Of this right. whole deal. Five blinds went in on the turn from each player. Is he going to call with the six there? Or how many sixes is he calling with is really the question, right? Yeah. Um, As we see, he's definitely calling with all the sixes. He called with 10-4. It does look like that. It really doesn't. Um, at least most, yeah. Yeah, probably all the sixes. But does Kevin Schultz believe that is, of course, one of the questions. Well, if he doesn't, then he's doing a he's bad wrong. job. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so if we think he's calling with all the sixes. And this is a good story. Yep then this should be a fold, yeah? As long as... It's a good fold as long as 
he's not making this kind of play all the time. Because if he's making this play all the time, now we have to go back around the bend one more time. Hey, you know what else is a problem for, for calling with this hand? What? We block 3-5. That's one of the potential Ooh. bluffs. Yeah, we block 3-5. And by the way, 3-7. Yeah, although, although yeah three he's folding se- the turn. 3 seven's folding the turn. Yeah. You're right. 3-5, um, is 3-5 really calling the turn? Not that often. It's more likely to than almost any other unpaired hand. Yeah. The, it's, 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 it's not something you want to block. It's the most obvious bluff. Yeah. I'll give you five, that. Five, seven, and three, five. Yeah. Yeah. It's not something you want to block. If you can avoid blocking it, that would right. be great. Right. That's true. Yeah. Good point. Good point. So it's another reason to fold. Yeah. So the story's good. He's got more sixes than we do. This is a pretty strong line. Yeah. Call, call, shove. I mean, geez. We have just the wrong part of our range to call with, right? Because, like, this is kind of the bottom end of what we're value betting. Yeah, this we might, we might value gets. bet ace-queen. We might. It'd be super thin. Okay. Um, but because we have the three, which blocks at least yeah, a little bit maybe of Maybe ace-queen is better. Ace-queen's probably better. Yeah. But where do, so where do we actually land in our distribution of, uh, of hands that would consider calling that have any sort of showdown? I think the only worst hand in this is king-five. Yep. Because it blocks all the straight draws. Instead of just some of them. Yeah. Yep. That's it. Unless we have... No, we probably don't have queen five, right? We're probably not going to value bet queen five. That's too ambitious. Um, it's yeah, chopping with all the other too queens. It's too ambitious. Why would we do it? Yeah. We're beating a four. A king's calling. A trip sixes is raising. Like, what... A queen probably is going to hero... Sometimes hero, at least. feels like a lot to just try and move, move him off a queen. Yep. All right. So everything points to fold. Yep. Story's good. He has yeah. a lot of combos of sixes in yeah. his range, yeah. and uh, we're low in our distribution. Great. And this is the hand that Diego then rides. He's going to win this hand, obviously, and ride this all the way to victory in the PCA. Womp, womp, womp. Schultz calls. Schultz calls. Game over. Yep. I didn't realize I was going to dislike this call as much as I do, but I, I, I'm not a fan of this call. Really confused. I, I really don't like how anyone played this hand, I got to tell you, ultimately. Like, I, I like how Ventura played the hand. You don't like how he played the no, hand. Do, you don't I, like his call on the turn at all. Oh, that. Yes, I don't like that. No, You're you right. like how he played the river. That's correct. I like how he played everything but the turn. The, but the turn is such a big part of this hand. You're right. Though, yeah. Okay, you're right. Um, I mean, the river's a bigger part, but like the flop is n- nothing to think about. If right? he didn't call the turn, he wouldn't have lost on this hand. Right, exactly. It would like, be like he put himself in this spot. The interesting thing is Schultz does call. Yeah. So... It seems like a bad call, I agree. So why does he make it? Well, maybe Diego's got a rep. Maybe Diego's got a rep. Maybe Diego's got a tell. Maybe. Um, did, did Schultz, like, stare at him for a while or anything like that? Do you have any sense of that? Because I know you watched Not really. I think okay. he was more kind of introspective in I'm, his thinking. I'm flashing back to another PCA heads up no, he does. Spot. He does stare at him a little bit. I mean, I don't know. Sometimes some, you're really going to pick up something on a guy like that. But once in a while. I'm thinking back, though, to the Chris Oliver... Uh, Galen Hall heads up hand where Chris Oliver makes the full house on the river and Galen Hall makes a straight on the river when they're heads up for the title and Galen Hall bets Chris Hall raises all in and Galen Hall somehow folds the straight. Yeah. And, uh, and Galen did it mostly because of stack size stuff and he's played enough against Chris. He felt Chris as a bluff wasn't going all in, but was betting most of it, but not all of it. Um, but we saw Chris Oliver uh, when we watched the video really have some pretty obvious tells we uh-huh. thought. Um, and I wonder if Galen saw that stuff too, but didn't want to say it out loud. Maybe. Um, and so that maybe that helped him a little bit. Maybe. Um, so yeah, that could be a reason. Yeah. So it's at least possible that there's, there's some physical stuff going on. And maybe there's a rep, but otherwise, geez. It's not a call I like. 
No, I don't like it at all. But I thought I, I, going into this, I was going to be like, we're going to find a way to make this a good call. I, I, I just assumed we were going to think it was a good call. Kevin Schultz seems like, I watched this final table long ago, and he seemed like a put-together guy who wasn't making spewy bad well, decisions. Well, I mean, everybody makes bad decisions sometimes. Sure, and I watched this like six years ago, two right. or seven years ago, so, you know. I don't know that I was this capable of... And by result, it looks like an amazing call. Exactly. Anytime, you know, someone makes the great hero call and they're right, you think that they probably had a good reason for doing it and they were probably right to do it. And it took us doing a whole podcast for us to truly realize we didn't like it. Yeah, you know, it's not like we immediately were like bad call. Well, I, I was just going to be like, I wonder how we're going to figure out that this is a good call. So yeah. I, I went in with the default assumption, we, like you're saying, like that this was going to be a good call, and it doesn't seem like it is. No, maybe, maybe he picked up something, or maybe he knew something. That's about the that's guy, the best know. answer. But anytime we say that, that just means we can't find any other reason. Right. Yeah. Well, let's see what the solver has to say. Okay. Wesley Cannon did a fantastic job on the pile I on mean, this one. Are we just giving out participation trophies now? Just anyone gets, you know, thank you, Wesley. Here's an orange slice. What is this? I don't say that every time. And no, you don't. Usually when I don't say anything, you should oh. fear the worst. <laughs> That's an interesting point. <laughs> uh, okay, no. all right. You know what? Fair enough. Wesley Cannon, eat that orange. All, yeah. here's, the, here's half an orange. But just one, one, yeah, one half of an orange is what you get. One half of an orange slice is what I mean. Okay, let's get to <laughs> okay, the stuff. Okay. Um, all right, back to the flop. Pyle wants Schultz to check his hand 100% of the time. Yeah. So I guess he's a little too wide with that C-bet, according to Mr. Well, Robot. according to, yeah, when you're playing against perfect computers. That's the underlying notion of this entire <laughs> section. Are you going to say that after everything that either of us say? I just want to remind everyone that it isn't like, this isn't the arbiter of truth. This is just like when you're playing against a perfect opponent. That's all. It's the arbiter of robot truth. Yeah. Um, Ventura has a straightforward call on the flop. That is not a surprise. The robots are in line with us on this one. <laughs> Great. All right. On the turn, Wesley gave Schultz the option to bet $1 million or the amount that he did. It's not that big of a difference, but it is different. Um, mm-hmm. Pio is indifferent. It just doesn't want to check. Okay. Uh, queen nine is Schultz's weakest value to keep betting on the turn. So targeting those sixes and those fours, I suppose. Yeah, I guess so. Uh, on the turn, queens. Ventura should fold all of his four X hands, which is not a surprise to us, besides ace four, and as Wesley put it, for some reason, five four. Hmm. There's not like a, a front a draw anymore with five four. I don't really know why. No. Why five four? I don't know. It blocks five seven. Why would you want to block the straight draw though? You wouldn't, know. right? So this is one of those weird pio things. Yeah. But ace four makes sense because it's the strongest four. I guess. The juicy stuff, the river. Okay. This informs a lot of what the solver is gonna say for the rest of the river, which is that Pio wants Ventura to lead almost all of his six X hands. So right. anytime he has trips, he's supposed to lead pretty much. Cool. Cool, cool, cool. Except if he has ten six or nine six, they can check shove. Because they unblock Schultz's straight draws that might bluff, which Wesley came up with. That's a really good job by Wesley. That's why I gave him an orange. <laughs> what about Jack Six? That one isn't. It doesn't. Count. It's too many. I guess it, it can only. It, it mostly wants yeah. to lead with stuff. Okay, fair enough. Yeah, but it's a cool point. Yeah, it's a really cool point. Um, so that should inform the rest of the thought process that the solver has here, uh, which is that Schultz should bet any KX hand, like any king. Right. Uh, and that's probably because he should not fear a six as much based on Pio, the way Pio would play a six from Ventura's seat. And his kicker is no longer an issue with the six pairing. Right. So that's pretty good. Now, we're, all, we're rarely up against a better hand. Yep. Uh, we chop sometimes, but rarely do we even chop, actually. We can really target a queen pretty cleanly here, I would think, mm-hmm. based on the solver's thinking. Right, which I got to believe is not how people were playing in the PCA in 2014 or whenever this so. happened. But Pio should know that. Right. Pio should know that. <laughs> sure. All right, so for Ventura's decision, mm-hmm. Pio wants to fold. That feels like Occam's razor, sure. Folding is the best option. Yeah. Um, it prefers a shove over a call, though. That's it, interesting to me. Thinks just losing money by calling yeah. four here, which, you know, that makes some sense to me. Um, 
Just why? Talk it out. It's a very weak hand to get here with. You know, like, why not just fold the bottom of our range that we could possibly get here with? Oh, for folding. I thought you meant sh- oh. thought you, the shoving over a call uh, is the well, part you were talking about. Oh, I yeah, yeah. the first you part. You are right uh, that we are talking about calling. Yeah. Uh, just because, <laughs> like, at least we block full houses. You know, it's better to, like, at least give ourselves a chance to win the pot sometimes. I mean, don't we win the pot by calling every time he bluffs? Sometimes? He, look, he has a king. So we have to. So we have to bluff him. Up. I mean, all we we're, we're specifically targeting this hand, and he called that. The anyway, only though. data we have is that Schultz has a king. So I have to assume that in all iterations of this hand, <laughs> Schultz has a king. <laughs> I don't know. It's weird. It's that, weird. That would make I think. It, I think it's a really interesting thing that it prefers to shove over a call when the six pairs. Uh, I'm not saying it's wrong. It's playing against its own Robert robot brethren. Robert Brain. Ro- <laughs> Robert Breathen. But um, but that is surprising to me. I I would have I, I didn't know that the solver would feel that way. Well now now you know. But can the, the solver feel though? Of course. The shove does happen. Okay. And uh, this is a surprise. Yeah. Schultz should call all of his kings. How? Just just flick the chip in, no problem. <laughs> because it's because we just we just think he just doesn't have many sixes because he's leading all his sixes, the solver thinks, except for the 10 six and the nine six. So we have to call with, we're going to fold our queens and call with all our kings. Even that, it just feels unbalanced, but I guess it isn't. I guess it's right. Schultz probably huh. did all this math in his head on the river. The previous stuff, he wasn't aware of the Pio <laughs> stuff, obviously. And then on the river, okay. he, he had a, like a revelation. In That's Pio. what happened, yeah. apparently. That's how you win the PCA. That is one way to win the PCA. Music is my sunlight, and all I need is one mic. And I can show every single MC how it's done right. Every time I come by, I'm bound to leave them so tired. I'm sipping on liquor, a quitter is what I'm not. We got one life, and I took a minor break, but I'm back to claim the throne. I'm gonna be traveling the globe, we still have time to make it home.